Y'all, Lamentations is the right text, but it's not going to be the same truth. Lamentations chapter 1, when you start thinking in terms, does this mean I need to use this? Or it's available if I need it? Okay. Lamentations chapter 1, if you're there. How many of your heart's full right now? Woo! Heavenly Father, I uh, enjoying life right now, and uh, thank you, thank you, thank you for church. Bless us, amen. Lamentations chapter one, and verse number one, how doth the city sit solitary? Would you read the next phrase with me up to the exclamation point, ready? That was full of How doth the city sit solitary? Read the phrase again, please. That was of how is she become as a widow? She that was, read it please, great among the nations and princess among the provinces. How is she become tributary? She weepeth sore in the night. Her tears or on the cheeks. Among all her lovers, she hath none to comfort her. All her friends have dealt treacherously with her. They are become her enemies. Judah is gone into captivity because of affliction and because of great servitude. She dwelleth among the heathen. She findeth no rest. All her persecutors overtook her between the straits. Israel is in trouble at this time. And ladies and gentlemen, when you sit here and you think about a city full of people, I don't know if you've enjoyed this morning's church, and right now this is so unscripted according to what's in the notes I have, but I don't know if you are enjoying a city full. I don't know if you're enjoying a life that's full. I don't know if you look at your family and say, I'm full, I've been blessed. Regardless of what's going on around you, your city is bustling with excitement. Your city has a lot to be thankful for. If your wife is sitting next to you, your husband's sitting there, you have a lot to be thankful for. If you got youngins alongside you, you got a lot to be thankful for. Even if your youngins are not in this church and now they're grown, but they're sitting in a church in some place, you got a lot to be thankful for. If you have good health, you got a lot to be thankful for. If your house is full of laughter, you got a lot to be thankful for. But Lamentations is a result of a happening that happened over a 12 to 13 year period. And that was this. A city that was once full now has no people. Listen, if there is no people, what is the purpose of a city? An empty church building was meant to have people. A house was meant to have people. This city that was sitting here and the lamentations, which means a mourning, which means a, a crying, a, a grieving. This book of lamentations is a poetry book that's broken down in the chapters. And if you'll notice here, the solitary city is likened to a widow. Now, now a widow, this individual that found love with a husband. A widow. She cannot be a widow unless at one point he caught her eye. 
She manipulated him. Now let's just get down to brass tacks. I got a couple of things to get off my chest. Don't, don't look at me that. Don't look so innocent, ladies and wives. You saw him. And then you went into that bathroom with all them other females. Say, hey, boy, hey, y'all, y'all boys, nothing <laughs> wrong, wrong. Listen to me, girls. You see that man? He's mine. Hands off. You see, she at some point, I'm choking on cream, coconut cream pie hairs right now. <clears throat> Am I? <coughs> and, and this widow at one point had to have caught the eye. That There had to be this recognition of love. You can't be a widow unless you were in love and you had a man. Did you hear that? A man. I've been exiting the auditorium uh, the last couple of Wednesday nights. And I have, uh, on my way out of the auditorium, I've passed the same group of singles kind of hanging out. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, that's good to see. Singles hanging out. I'm telling you. They're going to get married one day. They keep hanging out. Understand that I just jinxed all of them. Understand that a widow. Then they get in love and then they have children. House is full. Then all of a sudden, those children start having children. Only grandparents in this auditorium know the joy of a house with little ones running through it. The joy of picking up the house. Before they come over and then letting your wife pick up the house after they leave (laughs) This joy I am so excited for the families right now that your Children are growing up and if you think you're in love with your family now You wait till they get married and you wait till they bring to your house grandchildren Your house is getting ready to explode But this widow reaches the peak of her existence with a husband, a marriage, children, grandchildren. The reason she is a widow is because now on the other side of this, she's alone. This is what the writer was saying. Would you look at this city that was full of people? Would you look at this city that was full of laughter? How has she gotten to the point to where now she not only sits in a solitary position, a solo position, position a alone but also look at the very end of the verse look at it how is she become tributary why is she now having to pay taxes on an empty house why now is she now paying tribute to the chaldeans why how did this happen people full the city full of people the city full of laughter the city hustling and bustling Then all of a sudden, over a 12, 13-year period, now there is echoes of quietness rather than echoes of laughter. And now she carries this burden of paying tribute to a heathen. I'm coming to you this morning not really understanding why God has done what he's done this morning. But I'm coming to you this morning from the text to tell you this. Let's keep the city full. Let's keep the city full. I want you and I to have a different mindset in 2021. I want us to look at our city, look at our family, look at our church, 
Look at your life. Look up and down the road. Y'all getting ready to have a baby. Baby's going to be born. Can I tell you something? Your city's full. So is your belly. But your city's full. Did I, Miss Hilda, did I just say that from the pulpit? Bad Bob. Full. And when we stay full in our spirit, listen to this, then we will always stay full in our life. It's only when our spirit no longer can handle the two things that are found in our text, and if you'll look at verse number three, Judah is gone into what, please? Captivity. Because of what? Because of what? This city that was full, it's speaking to a city that was full of people and the Chaldeans conquered in 12 to 13 years. They started taking segments of this city. They started taking segments and the writer is saying, it's like I left and I came back and I'm like, hey, what happened to this city? Where it once was full, now it sits solitary. Once it was full of life, it now is in mourning like widowhood. He could have chosen, God could have chosen any other status in life to, to, to signify singleness. He did not choose to do that. You know what he chose to do? I'm going to give you a state of the city. Not only is it lost people, but I'm going to give you what kind of state it's in. It's in a state of mourning. This should not be. This should not be dawned with a black veil and a black dress and slow walking and depressed. No, 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 This city should be full. And the reason it says here is Judah has gone into captivity because of what, please? Affliction. Our ability to overcome tough times will be the determining factor if we stay full of spirit. Our ability to run into a brick wall and overcome it. This is how we stay full. Not full of money because we'll never have enough money. Not full of everything going right because things are going to go wrong. Not full of being free from tyranny because it does exist. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and, and those, the, the powers of darkness in high places. We don't wrestle against the common things, guess what, that we can see. Get a bigger gun, defeat a seen enemy. But we wrestle against this world we cannot see. Listen, please listen. I don't know what affliction is coming our way, but we've got to endure the tough times. We've got to make up our mind that no matter what tough times come my way, I am going to stay full. Going to stay full. I, I can't afford for us to drop. Do you know what makes our shout what it is? It's because of the adversity that is coming against us. It is that ability to go inside of God, shut the door, and let it rain on the outside. And let it come down on the outside, but never let it touch you. The other day, a couple of, I'm not sure when it was, but we had a storm, if you all remember that storm that come through. I don't know if it hailed at your house, but it hailed at our house, there for just a little bit. And when I opened that garage door, I'm standing in dry, and I'm looking at what's going on outside. And I'd look around, and that thing's beating up the grass, that hail's beating up the car that was in the driveway. Not my car. 
That hail is beating up everything or beating up that wood fence, beating up that water's coming up, flooding that ditch all over the place. Not me. I'm dry because I'm like standing on the inside of the garage. Let me tell you something. It doesn't matter what's going on around you. You're in Christ. You are his. And when we face 2021, it doesn't matter who's president. It doesn't matter what pandemic's coming out of China next. Come on now. It doesn't matter. You know what only matters is? You're in Christ. You can be full while everything is falling apart if you endure affliction. Your attitude about loss. My attitude about loss will determine if I stay full in spirit. I may lose, but I can stay full in spirit. I may go through tough times, but I can stay full in spirit. It was not the number of people that were left in the city. It was the fullness of the people left in the city. What you think about that? How does the city sit solitary? How does the city sit alone? And then he said, it's not the fact there's not that many people in the city. You know what the fact is? Everybody in the city is acting like a widow. This is the difference. You and I have to come to the point to where loss drives us closer to God, realizing, yes, it hurts. Yes, I'm not happy about it. Yes, I wish these circumstances were changed. Jeremiah said about the city of Jerusalem, she weeps in the night. Her cheeks run down with tears. There's no lovers present to comfort her. All her friends deal treacherously. They become enemies. Jeremiah says the city that was great now is weak. The city that was full now sits empty. The city that was a prince now is a pauper. The city that had lovers and friends now has enemies. These people dwell now among the heathens. They have no rest. And I'm coming to you and spiritually telling you that when you and I lose, let's stay full. Let's stay full. There was a widow in the Bible. And if you would go with me, please, to Luke, if you will. Luke chapter 2. In Luke chapter 2, there's an amazing widow in the Bible. And in Luke chapter 2, verse 36... And I was, I knew she was here, but I was not made aware of this until this past December. I've been pondering this ever since December. Luke chapter 2, verse 36. And there was one Anna, verse 36, Luke 2, 36. A prophetess, the daughter of, uh, of Phanuel, of the tribe of Aser. She was of great age, I want you to look at this phrase, and had lived with her husband seven years from her virginity. And she was a widow of about four score and four years, which departed not. Look at it. Which departed not from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers night and day. And she coming in that, look at the, look at the phraseology here, that what? Instant gave thanks likewise unto the Lord. Here is this widow and spake of him to all them that looked for, the, for redemption in Jerusalem. 
Here is this widow that got seven years into her marriage and her husband dies. And at that point, she says, this loss is not driving me away from God. This loss is going to draw me closer to God and his house. And this widow lived for 84 years. Think about this. At an instant, in this instance, giving what? Thanks. You see, we look at the times that we lose and what we could have done with what we lost rather than thanking God for what we had. Because he gave it to us to enjoy that portion of our life. Now, ladies and gentlemen, know what I'm about to tell you, that I'm not saying that it's easy. I'm not saying there won't be times of tears, there won't be times of whatever, but please know this. Stay full. Stay full. You may lose the number out of your bank account, but stay full in your spirit. And commit yourself to the Lord. You may be personally going through it. You may be financially going through it. You may be whatever, but this perseverance, this ability to say, I'm not going to let the Chaldeans steal my joy. They may steal my car. They may steal my substance, but they won't steal my joy. The ability to endure hard times will make the city, no matter how seemingly weak, you can have a great spirit. I wrote down some quotes here. If you break your neck, if you have nothing to eat, If your house is on fire, then you got a problem. Everything else is just an inconvenience, one writer said. Another writer said, pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. Winston Churchill said this, if you're going through hell, keep going. Someone said this, abandon the road is not the end of the road unless you fail to make the turn. The robbed that smiles steal something from the thief. If you can find a path with no obstacles, it's probably, it probably doesn't lead anywhere. Now to bring a spiritual factor to the table to, re, to, to get you men involved, during a Monday night football game between the Chicago Bears and the New York Giants, one of the announcers observed that Walter Payton, the Bears running back, had accumulated over nine miles in career rushing yardage. The other announcer remarked, yeah, and that's with somebody knocking him down every four and a half yards. Walter Payton was the most successful running back to ever live. He he knew this, though, that even when you get knocked down, you get back up because even the very best gets knocked down. What we experienced this morning in my heart My heart's full. When I leave here, I want to carry that fullness of spirit. I want to carry it to the ride home. I'm going to try to get into the hospital here in just a moment and try to sneak in. Did I just say that live on the air? (laughs) I'm going to try to get in. Brother Clark Sexton is probably watching right now. And and I went, stopped by to see Miss Marilyn and Brother Clark, and he said, hey, If I get one of them collars and turn it around backwards, would I get more respect? (laughs) I'm going to get me a collar, turn around backwards. I bet I can get in the hospital. Amen. But I'll take, no, I'm just kidding. I I, I stay full. I want to carry this fullness in my spirit because this world needs to see people. 
that although the city may not have much, you don't have to act like a widow in mourning. We have 36 widows in our church. 36. I had no idea we had that many. And when I started going through the list of those who are without, there are widows that I praise God that when you talk to them, their disposition would never let you think they were a widow. Want to know why? Although they've lost, that disposition is amazing. I was talking to Mrs. Zinn the other day, and she's laughing and joking, and I'm like, wow. I cry every time I walk into the office in there, and I got to pick my, not her. Now, that doesn't mean she doesn't have times. I was talking to Miss Hitt some time ago, and, and, and just the joy and vibrancy. It's just like, wow. Miss Thomas is the funniest person you'll ever interact with, unless you're her student. And, and I could keep going, and I could keep going, and I could keep going, and I could keep going. Do not let Mrs. Tanuyan fool you that sits to my right. That lady that sits at the end of that pew right there, she looks sweet and adorable and huggable, but she's, <laughs> she's got that part of her that is just like, mm, if I get into a fight, mama, you're going with me. And uh, understand this is the essence of Christianity, no matter what we lose in the city. We can stay full of God. Heavenly Father, this is not...